Welcome to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Now get ready for another episode of Strange Things with Joshua P. Warren. Welcome to our podcast. Please be aware the thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are their thoughts and opinions only and do not reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks, or their sponsors and associates. We would like to encourage you to do your own research and discover the subject matter for yourself. Joshua P. Warren, and each week on this show, I'll be bringing you brand new, mind-blowing content, news, exercises, and weird experiments you can do at home, and a lot more on this edition of the show. This is breaking. This is exclusive. I have video of ghost footprints or something like that appearing right before your eyes in real time in the snow. It's pretty amazing. And I have been studying paranormal footage for 30 years. This is fresh. I just got this. Again, I'm the only person who has this. And I'm about to tell you how you can see it easily and for free. You know, this is my first show of 2022, and I can already tell this year is kicking off with a bang of some kind. I took a much needed a bit of time off for the holidays. And, uh, you know, when I do that sort of thing, you'll usually hear a best of show posted. But I hope you enjoyed your holiday season. Lauren and I had a great time. And uh, even though... There are all kinds of crazy distractions and stresses. It's always important to remember the reason for the season. Taking that moment to pause, think about spirituality. You know, right around Christmas, my wife Lauren and I were watching a dramatization of the life of Jesus. And I said, ah, man, they left out the best part where uh, Jesus beats ass. Do you remember that part of the Bible? You know, people don't really talk about that much. It's called the cleansing of the temple. You know, they talk about this in the Bible. Uh, Jesus sees all these people selling things like some sort of a flea market set up inside of a temple. And he gets mad. And the Bible says, and I'm reading this from the Bible, and making a whip of cords, he drove them all out of the temple with the sheep and the oxen. Now, let me repeat that. He made a whip. <laughs> this is like Indiana Jones. I, I, that's what I'm envisioning. It says he poured out the coins of the money changers and overturned their tables. And he told those who sold the pigeons, take these things away. Do not make my father's house 
a house of trade, a den of thieves. I mean, you know, we all get punished for our sins in life one way or another, but that's got to hurt your self-esteem. Anyway, that's a good scene. I like that scene. If I were making a Jesus movie, uh, that would be a long, dramatic scene with lots of slow-mo. But anyway, look, here we are. It's a new year. It's January. It's cold here in the United States. There is snow all over much of the country. And that brings us to the big topic of this show. And my goodness, <clears throat> I have a lot to get into on this show. So well, I'm just going to ramble, start rambling through it. Okay. Let's begin with my friend, Linda Biamonte. Okay. Now, Linda Biamonte lives here in Las Vegas, and she and I have been friends for years. I met her because she is the manager of the Millennium Fandom Bar, which is where we produced the Vegas Ghost and UFO show. And that's also where I produced my conference last year. And even though Linda does not advertise this, she is a natural psychic. And people, they know this and they come to her and they seek advice from her. And she's, she's especially good at helping people connect with deceased loved ones, as opposed to like somebody who's going to tell you your fortune or whatever. I mean, she, she kind of reminds me of the kid in the sixth sense where he says, you know, I see dead people. She sees, she can see spirits like that. And I have brought her with me on some investigations. In fact, uh, you may recall I did a podcast about the haunted Pioneer Saloon here in Nevada. And uh, she was a part of that investigation. And I interviewed her about her, her thoughts and feelings. Well, I think some kind of a connection to the paranormal runs and Linda's family because her sister, Kathy, lives in Oklahoma. And Linda's always visiting her and always talking about how that her sister's house is haunted. And back in, I think, 2020, uh, Linda sent me a piece of video footage from her sister's house that I talked about on one of my podcasts. And uh, basically, when you uh, it's, it's one of those things where it's like a security cam inside the living room. And it's sort of green night vision. And you see some kind of a big, giant, oval-shaped, white anomaly. You know, an orb-like thing, but not, you know, you've heard me talk about how, yes, I understand certain quote-unquote orbs are just bugs or dust or reflections or moisture. But sometimes you have legitimate paranormal orbs. This looks like a legit paranormal orb thing that just shoots up into the middle of the living room. So I've got a ball of energy and then it pauses there for just a split second and then it shoots back away. And I actually posted that footage on uh, my website. I'm going to tell you where you can see that in a minute. So, uh, there has, there has been a history of this property being haunted and of her sister, Kathy, seeing these kind of weird things and, and capturing them on camera. And, uh, I haven't met Kathy, but I have corresponded with her and, um, out of respect for her privacy, I, let, I, let me just tell you, she has a very prestigious background. Okay. The footage that she gets is there's no question about the authenticity of it. Okay. These are people that I know. Okay. This is, and, and so therefore, um, that's uh, the first thing you really have to address when you start looking in, into paranormal photo analysis. 
So when I got contacted by Linda on, I guess it was January 2nd, and she goes, check out what appeared on Kathy's security camera outside last night. I wasn't sure what to expect, but boy, let me tell you, when I played this video, um, I see a lot of paranormal stuff, a lot of, I've never seen anything quite like this. Now, let me preface this by saying back in the old days when ghost hunting originated, you know, like for example, back in the 1800s, Victorian era, England, one of the techniques that the old psychical investigators would use when they were checking out a haunting was uh, taking some type of a powdery substance like white flour or talcum powder, and they would sprinkle a thin layer of it around an area where a ghost had been seen. And they would leave that place secured and undisturbed. And later they would come back and they would look for footprints or some kinds of marks that might have appeared that, that you know, that showed there was a disturbance in that room. One of the most, that's one of the most simple things you can do as, as a paranormal investigator. This is like an extreme version of that. Okay. I am looking at the footage right now. And okay. Let me just try to explain to you what I'm seeing. And then I'm going to tell you how you can find this footage. Uh, we, this is, this is time stamped. So everything's accurate. And. Okay, it's time stamped as January 1st, 2022 at 9.52 and 47 seconds p.m. And again, this is Oklahoma time. You see her front yard and it's covered with a layer of, oh, I'd say at least an inch or two of snow. And then she has uh, a lamp or two outside. And she has some little decorative reindeer that are covered with Christmas lights. But the driveway is empty and the snow there, it looks like it's fairly fresh and smooth and undisturbed. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> right before your eyes, some kind of a white translucent anomaly appears i don't want to say it's an orb but it's something kind of like an orb it's a little white ghostly looking thingy and it appears as a matter of fact right in front of uh one of the fake reindeer's um hooves and this thing over a period of a few seconds it streaks across the snow and it leaves this instantaneous impression in the snow. Um, okay, we have to take a break. When we come back, I'm going to tell you more about this and how you can see it. And man, I'm, every time I watch this, I'm like, what is this? Okay. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, you know what? It's a new year. I have new experiments planned. I came out with a kit last year that was only for people who subscribed to my free e-newsletter. It did so well. It was such a big hit. It was gone within 24 hours. I'm coming out with another kit very soon that 
I don't know. I might only make it available to subscribers of my free e-newsletter as well. So guess what I want you to do? I want you to go to joshuapwarren.com. There's no period after the P. Go to joshuapwarren.com and click the link there to my free e-newsletter submission box. You put your email address in there. It takes you two seconds. You click submit. You will instantly receive an automated email from me that's got some links to some really cool free gifts that will bring some good fortune and some magic into your life. So please... Go to joshuapwarren.com and sign up so you will not be left out. I am Joshua P. Warren, and you are listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And I will be right back. Hey, the Coast to Coast AM YouTube channel is waiting for you now. Go to coasttocoastam.com for more information. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings that frustrating thing your mom does, or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest. Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger, talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash strange things today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash strange things. started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing. Right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle. And I'm an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, the story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry though, he's fully recovered. <sighs> Good one, dad. Did you get the pizza for dinner? 
so he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey folks, it's easier than ever to become a Coast to Coast AM insider and have access to past shows, the Art Bell Vault with classic audio and interviews, and so much more. And you can listen to the show live or on demand with your computer or cell phone, and the audio streams are high quality and crystal clear. It's easy to become an insider. Just head on over to coasttocoastam.com, the website, and you'll find all the info right there. That's coasttocoastam.com, coasttocoastam.com. Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I am your host, the Wizard of Weird, Joshua P. Warren, beaming into your wormhole brain from my studio in Sin City, Las Vegas, Nevada, where every day is golden and every night is silver. And this footage that was captured by Kathy in Oklahoma on January the 1st of 2022, around 10 p.m. I just keep watching it. It's remarkable. It's in full color. And you can see that the camera is mounted up high, sort of like it's on the edge of the roof of the house looking down at the driveway. So it's a good distance from this anomaly that appears that swoops across The snow, this ghostly orb-like thing that leaves this impression in the snow. Now, that's really important because this shows you that we're not talking about some tiny little thing like a bug or a drop of precipitation that's close to the lens of the camera. No, we're talking about something that still shows up rather large, and yet we know it is... Oh, gosh, it's many feet away from the camera. I would even estimate this may be like 20 feet away or something like that. I'm not sure. I need to get all those those stats from Kathy. But you can, I mean, this thing is obviously on the ground, and yet you can see it, uh, at th- this sizable thing. And uh, because this is a, a color camera, uh, you should also realize that this may or may not be something that is only visible in the infrared realm. And that is because that whether or not you're using like a night shot or a night vision feature, um, all digital cameras are capable of recording infrared light that is usually invisible to the naked eye. If you don't know what I'm talking about, just take like a TV remote control and and hit the button while you're looking at it through your 
your cell phone camera and you'll probably see a light there if it's an infrared remote control. So I don't know if this is, if this would have been invisible to the naked eye. Uh, but what I can tell you is that not only does this thing appear and shoot across the driveway, but it doesn't, it, it doesn't just leave impressions in the snow. It actually looks like it is instantaneously melting the snow that's under it. So what I mean by that is if you just walked across the snow, there might just be some little impressions in the snow. This thing in a matter of seconds has enough energy that it actually appears to be melting the snow as it bounces along. Okay, now before I continue talking about this, let me tell you how you can see this and you can watch this with me now as you hear me talk about it. Uh, you know, I'm a good businessman, so I'm going to make you go to joshuapwarren.com and click the link to my curiosity shop. You'll see the heading there at the top of the page. Uh, curiosity shop. When you scroll down, then uh, you will eventually see where it says, Ghost footprints in the snow, question mark. Click that and it will take you to this footage, which you will see, uh, first off at normal speed. And there's a circle there that shows you where to be looking. And then you'll see it replay more slowly. And then you'll see it replay more close. Uh, like I, I zoomed in on it for you. And, uh, when I was talking to Kathy, she said that, um, if you, when she went out and examined these marks in the snow, that it kind of looked like that whatever was making these impressions was about nine inches in diameter. Okay. So it's about, that's sort of what, you know, it's, it's kind of hard to tell. It's sort of like a, a segmented, uh, streak in, in the snow, but she came up with, you know, nine inches. And here's what she said about this. She said, my, and I'm reading this from an email. My cameras constantly record. I noticed all the prints in the snow when I looked up my uh, front door to see how much snow had fallen. And that is when I decided to play back the video and saw that the footprints were being caused by an invisible anomaly. She goes on to say, the neighborhood was built around 2006. In 1999, there was a massive tornado that swept through the area, demolishing an apartment complex and several homes in the area. I am not sure why this home has activity. Ever since my youngest son was born, who is 10 now, there have been many different types of activity. Luckily, there hasn't been anything harmful at this point. I have experienced paranormal activity in many locations, so it is possible that they are drawn to me for some reason. I am very curious about it and want to learn more. <laughs> and she's also got some other footage of different things she's going to send me. Thank you so much, Kathy, for this. And don't you think it's interesting that Kathy has this happening? And like I say, her sister, Linda, has this gift to commune with spirits. And uh, by the way, if you're listening to this and you say, you know what? I would really like to ask Linda Biamonte something about a deceased loved one. Uh, email me. You'll find my email address on my website there and just put the subject line for Linda 
L-I-N-D-A. And I'll just forward that right to Linda and she can get back with you if she, if she'd like. Um, so when I saw this, okay, I watched this footage over and over and I thought, this is amazing that we have, you know, we have a physical confirmation here that this is something and especially given the context of all these other anomalies that have been around her house for years. Okay. And, 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 and what's going on with her and Linda and all this. I mean, you look at the big picture and you go, wow, this is a really active location. And now we have something physical that's making a physical impression on the snow. And again, think about how much energy, almost like a plasma that this thing would require to make that kind of an impression like it's instantaneously melting the snow. I showed this to Lauren and Lauren, you know, she I I, I ask her to play devil's advocate because I say, look, I, I understand confirmation bias and I don't want to overlook something obvious here. What do you think? And she goes, well, you know, is it possible there could have been like a miniature whirlwind or something like that 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 hit and caused this? I said, I don't think so. Uh, because for one thing, um, you know, she's got these cameras running all the time and nothing like this ever happens. And this is a very distinctive thing that just appears right at this one little spot. It looks to me like it, the streak it leaves in the driveway is maybe like 10 or 12 feet. Um, but I showed this to, to Mobius and Mobius goes, what the, and I said, I don't know, could this, could there be a miniature whirlwind or, and so we started looking all over the internet and we started searching for like snow devils and snow whirlwinds and, uh, ghost footprints in the snow. And we could not find any evidence whatsoever that such a phenomenon exists on a tiny scale like this that could create this effect. I mean, I just, I cannot come up with an explanation for this one, folks. And I want you to go and look at this again, go to the curiosity shop link at joshuapwarren.com. There's no period after the P watch this video. You can, you can enlarge this and you can send it to your friends and get their opinion. And then, uh, below it, I also included for context footage from her house that I was telling you about from 2020 that shows some kind uh, of a similar anomaly appearing inside the house. So look, at this point, I'm thinking this is sort of like the ghost leaving the footprints and the flower and the talcum powder, but to the nth degree, and we are going to continue investigating this. I want your feedback. You know me. I get so many emails that I cannot reply to everyone, but I will read them all best I can just email me through my website or my e-newsletter and let me know what you think this is and if you've ever seen anything like this and I will keep you updated but this could be some kind of a big breakthrough when it comes to understanding what these things are are they ghosts are they spirits are they interdimensional beings are these some kinds of aliens is this a natural phenomenon like ball lightning look all I know is that there are pieces of property out there that are, for lack of a better word, haunted by these high, usually sort of high frequency, high temperature, high energy level forms, balls, orbs, 
after you've ruled out all the ordinary stuff. This is a good one. This is a good one. And it's a great way to ring in a new year. You know what? I believe there is going to be a lot, a lot of new paranormal activity in 2022. I say that every year, but I think this is going to be a special year where we just take a huge leap forward. And uh, in fact, when we come back from this break, I want to um, to give you a little insight that will help you when it comes to some of your UFO research. Uh, and of course, you know, Senator Harry Reid, he just passed away. Uh, Senator Harry Reid was 82 years old and he died of pancreatic cancer on December 28th of 2021. He's a major, major figure when it comes to the UFO phenomenon. And uh, I'd like to talk about that a little bit when we come back and also share some really interesting information with you that will help you uh, judge what you're looking at this year, because I think you're going to start seeing a lot of UFOs. I'm Joshua P. Warren. You're listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And I will be... Right back. Hey, folks, we need your music. Hey, it's producer Tom at Coast to Coast AM, and every first Sunday of the month, we play music from emerging artists just like you. If you're a musician or a singer and have recorded music you'd like to submit, it's very easy. Just go to coasttocoastam.com, click the Emerging Artist banner in the carousel, follow the instructions, and we just might play your music on the air. Go now to coasttocoastam.com to send us your recording. That's coasttocoastam.com. Started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's Dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. <sighs> Good one, Dad. <sighs> Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. 
Oh great, more dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I am your host, Joshua P. Warren, and this is the show where the unusual becomes usual. I really do believe we are about to see much more UFO activity this year, I swear, and a lot of bizarre stuff is happening I don't know if you've kept up with this at all, but I mean, you know, NASA has hired 24 theologians to study human reactions to aliens. Okay, this is according to the New York Post. Why would NASA be doing that? At the same time, all of these large countries have come together. This is just recently saying that they're not going to start a nuclear war. Uh, United States, Russia, China, the UK, France. I mean, I'll get to that stuff in a minute <laughs> and talk a little bit about Senator Harry Reid and his legacy. But uh, I first I have, I guess you could call it a public service announcement, because as you start looking up at the heavens this year, you're going to start seeing a lot more man-made stuff up there that's going to make it even more confusing to discern what you're seeing. And people do contact me all the time and they say, oh, I'm freaking out. I see this row of lights traveling across the sky in various patterns. And in many cases, what they're actually seeing is the Starlink satellite network that Elon Musk has got flying around up there that he's building. And uh, people have, they're still a little bit unclear about what, what that's, uh, what that's all about. And so guess what? Our friend John Carter, who owns UFOsWorldwide.com, 
He did a report, a little video report about what the Starlink satellite system is. Here are the facts. Here's what you need to know. I am going to play for you right now the audio from his report. Um, if you go to my Twitter uh, feed, which is just at Joshua P. Warren, it's posted there as well if you scroll through. But uh, I figured may as well, to get the year started, uh, give you this information. So uh, here is John Carter's report explaining to you what you need to know about what this Starlink satellite system is so you can keep that in mind when you're trying to figure out what you're looking at in the night skies. Starlink satellites aren't just one satellite or a small amount of satellites, but a growing constellation of satellites. As of the making of this video, there's approximately 1,900 of them currently in orbit, and that amount grows every single SpaceX Starlink launch, adding approximately 40 to 60 new ones into orbit around our planet. SpaceX Starlink's goal is to have around 42,000 of these satellites in orbital trains encompassing our entire planet, constantly like a network grid, just going around and around and around our planet. These satellites, when launched, they're placed just outside of the edge of our atmosphere, just below the International Space Station, which sits at around 248 miles out. And the International Space Station actually travels at a speed of 17,500 miles per hour, which is super fast. After being launched, these satellites are placed at around 270 miles up, and they'll hold this initial orbit for a bit while they unfurl their solar panel they spread apart and climb up to their optimal range using their thrusters, which is around 100 miles above the International Space Station. As these satellites climb, they grow dimmer, reflecting less sunlight back towards Earth. These satellites are being observed in our night sky daily. They take approximately 90 to 100 minutes to complete a lap around our entire planet. And they do so at a speed of around 17,000 miles an hour just to hold near to the Earth orbit. Oh my gosh, I can't even imagine traveling that fast. People witnessing these satellites over the last few years have been quite surprised and sometimes even unsettled by that experience. Often, their first thoughts are that they're either witnessing an alien invasion or some kind of missile strike. As much of the sight of SpaceX Starlink satellites passing overhead may shock and mystify those witnessing such events, they are merely satellites designed to give internet access to people living in remote areas. Exactly how they work remains a riddle to many of those who already know about this ambitious project. You see, Starlink needs this many satellites in the sky in order to effectively provide you and me lag-free high-speed internet. As satellite internet has notoriously been associated with having terrible latency issues, which doesn't help folks who need high bandwidths for games and streaming services. Which is why for the past several years, SpaceX has been launching Falcon 9 rockets carrying 60 Starlink satellites every couple weeks into low Earth orbit. As these desk-sized satellites travel to their final destinations, they brightly reflect light, irking many skygazers and actually fooling a lot of people into thinking they're UFOs or a missile strike. As of 2022, there's over 1,900 active Starlink satellites, making Starlink the largest satellite constellation around our planet. 
In fact, SpaceX now owns more than half of all the active satellites circling our entire planet. Eventually, we should expect to see 42,000 of these things. So how do satellite mega constellations like Starlink work? And why do they need so many satellites? Well, again, satellite internet is notoriously laggy. So to move more data with minimal delays, Starlink satellites have to occupy a much lower orbit than traditional satellites orbiting only some 340 miles above Earth's surface. This makes Starlinks useful for like things like video calls and online games, which has always challenged current space-based internet service providers. Ultimately, Starlink is expected to deliver high speeds of up to one gigabyte per second with no cap. That's more than enough data for any data-hungry households. But that same low orbital position is one of the main reasons why Starlink satellites shine so bright. They're close to us. In the past, communication satellites for things like TV utilize much higher orbits. This is because sitting relatively far from Earth makes them visible to satellite dishes across a larger area. But because Starlink orbits closer in, the network requires thousands of satellites to provide simultaneous global coverage. Of course, Starlink satellites are much smaller than conventional satellites. They're dubbed small sats. They're weighing a mere 550 pounds each. Some have referred to these satellites as being flying routers. That's partly why customers must also purchase a ground-based antenna to tap the Starlink's internet service. It's looking increasingly like Starlink will help solve some high-speed internet problems in at least some rural areas. And with Musk planning to eventually launch hundreds of Starlink satellites with each launch, much of the planet could someday get its internet signal from space. At one point, the company said it was now adding six Starlink satellites into the network every single day. Thank you for that report, John Carter of UFOsWorldwide.com. And uh, you should definitely go there and subscribe to his YouTube channel and follow his Instagram and all that kind of stuff. Okay, UFOsWorldwide.com. It's important for you to keep that in mind. Because, yeah, this is going to be kind of a confusing year when it comes to some UFO analysis. There is disclosure happening at the same time. And whenever I bring up Senator Harry Reid, who recently passed away, there are some people who groan and go, ah, he was a Democrat. No, listen, I don't talk about politics on this show. Um, I personally have my whole life been registered as an independent. And I do believe that there are things that transcend politics, <laughs> things that we can all be interested in, regardless of your party affiliation. And uh, speaking of which, we Americans get to vote again this year, the midterm elections. And I will say this, if you look around your Self right now and you see things that you do not like in the world around you just remember this if you don't vote differently nothing will change so whatever you've been doing reconsider it reconsider who you're voting for nothing will change unless you vote differently there's a great quote that is often attributed to winston churchill he said, Americans can always be counted on to do the right thing. 
after they have exhausted all other possibilities. So regardless, look, Harry Reid will always be remembered by me because of what he did for UFO Disclosure. As a matter of fact, they just renamed the Las Vegas airport the Harry Reid International. It used to be McCarran, but now it's the Harry Reid International Airport. And Harry Reid, you know, he wrote this amazing letter in uh, June of 2009 to the Department of Defense. And this letter is uh, truly historic because in it, he basically states very clearly, and by the way, he later released this letter to the public. He probably shouldn't have done that, but I'm glad he did, where he says, you know, this advanced aerospace threat and identification program has made great progress with the identification of several highly sensitive, unconventional aerospace-related findings. And he's asking for extra security on this. And he says in this letter, and I'm looking at it right now, uh, I know we're coming up on a break soon, but he says, um, the associated exotic technologies likely involve extremely sophisticated concepts within the world of quantum mechanics, nuclear science, electromagnetic theory, gravitics, and thermodynamics. Uh, when we come back, I'm going to tell you how you can actually read this letter, and then I want to read some emails to you I just got. I'm Joshua P. Warren. You're listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I'll be back right after this. The Internet is an extraordinary resource that links our children to a world of information, experiences, and ideas. It also can expose them to risk. Teach your children the basic safety rules of the virtual world. Our children are everything. Do everything for them. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry though, 
he's fully recovered. <sighs> Good one, Dad. <sighs> Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Forbes Organization. The Art Bell Vault has classic audio waiting for you now. Go to coasttocoastam.com for details. Back to the final segment of this edition of Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I'm your host, Joshua P. Warren, and I love that part of Harry Reid's letter where he said, Associated exotic technologies likely involve extremely sophisticated concepts within the world of quantum mechanics nuclear science, electromagnetic theory, gravitics, and thermodynamics, given that all of these have the potential to be used with catastrophic effects by adversaries, an unusually high degree of operational security and read-on discretion is required. When he says these have the potential to be used by our adversaries, He's saying this didn't come from us and it didn't come from them. So we don't want them to get it. Well, then where did it come from? If you want to read that actual letter along with a list of the topics that um, were studied by the project, uh, all you have to do right now is go to joshuapwarren.com and you'll scroll down the homepage there and you will find... 
Oh, I've had it up there for a while now. Uh, you'll find where it says, click here to download the Senator Harry Reid doc. And then you'll find the other doc underneath it. So anyway, look, he just died, but he gave us that. George Knapp helped him get the word out on that and, and has talked about that whole thing a lot on Coast to Coast AM. And now, like I say, What's happening this year? NASA has hired theologians to figure out how humans are going to react if aliens are announced. Between heaven and earth, where do aliens fit in? That's the question that NASA hopes theologians at the Center for Theological Inquiry in Princeton, New Jersey, can answer. So they're studying that. And then, like I uh, mentioned also, uh, just this is all mainstream news. Five of the world's largest nuclear powers just pledged days ago to work together toward a world without nuclear weapons. Uh, so are we preparing for some type of an engagement with the visitors from beyond? Why not? We know they exist. Why not? Okay, I am so behind, as you can imagine, on listener emails. Let me see if I can squeeze a few good ones in here. All right, sound good? Let's see what we have. Oh, yeah, this is a fun one from back around Christmas time that I got from our friend Heather, who lives in Washington State. She says, hi, Joshua. Hope you and Lauren are well. This is a cool story. Listen to this. She says, beginning in September, I was at my grandfather's bedside after he had a stroke. His physical decline was slow, but his wit and intellect survived until the last night before his death. During those months, we talked a lot about the afterlife, and I was always trying to convince him it was real. I wanted to share with you some totally true yet unprovable observations. The week preceding his death was filled with visits from my grandma, Joanne, my father, which was his son, Larry, grandpa's father, Sam, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, she says about a week after his death, my five-year-old daughter and I were sitting on the couch looking at the Christmas tree. We have a stuffed reindeer toy with light up antlers and it has not worked right in years. The sensor is broken. As I was trying to explain to her where Grandpa was, that his spirit was still alive, the reindeer suddenly lit up. My other daughter and husband came to watch it too, and it appeared that every time we started talking about Grandpa, the lights came on. That's a feel-good Christmas story for you. Happy holidays, New Year's, and that's from Heather. Thank you, Heather. Isn't that just a perfect heartwarming holiday story that's i have to remember that one every christmas season this is one that's actually a very tricky email i got um it's a very good question i received i've been doing an experiment uh, i do these from time to time where i i conduct these through my e-newsletter where i will say hey if you're a subscriber i'm going to go to a casino on a certain night and I'm going to go to the roulette wheel and guess red or, or black. I'm going to put money on red or black. And I want you to vote and see which one you think it's going to be. And I'll, I'll do this over a period of time till I narrow it down to a small number of people. And then 
I split the winnings with those people. So I do this through, uh, my e-newsletter at uh, my website and Laura emailed me and she said, uh, of course she, she went to the uh, page that I sent to my subscribers and she cast her vote for red or black. Now I know that green is a possibility as well, but it's not very likely. So we're kind of skipping that for this experiment. So anyway, she said, I had a thought about this process. So here she is about to guess red or black. And she says, if someone we invite participates, should we keep our color pick a secret from each other or all use the same color to influence the roulette? Aha. You see what she's getting at here? This is one of the deepest questions here. Here is my response to her. Okay. I said, your question is at the root of reality's greatest mystery. To what extent are we manifesting things versus predicting things? I don't have the clear answer to that question, but let me pose this. Black versus red is like two football teams playing against each other. One has to win. The folks supporting each team are aggressively trying to manifest a win. One field of energy versus another. But a third party, observing from the outside, indifferent, has a better chance of seeing with objective clarity the outcome of the game. And thus, I recommend you treat this experiment as more of a prediction than a manifestation. In that case, you should each keep your predictions private. So instead of trying to create together, try to see the outcome on your own. See how tricky that is? I was discussing this email with Dr. Mulder, and he said, reminds me of beginner's luck. I said, I'll be darned. You're right. Maybe that is an explanation for beginner's luck when you come in and you don't know exactly what you're doing because you're sort of indifferent to the scenario. But that's a great question. Thank you for that, Laura. And uh, the experiment continues. You can participate if you subscribe to my e-newsletter. I want to squeeze one more in here if I can. Uh, this is from Barbara. I have to let you know what the good fortune did. It did it again. Uh, the good fortune tone. You know, I play the good fortune tone on this show. The good fortune tone did it again. I wrote to you about how the good fortune tone helped my daughter with problems she was having uh, to get her money from unemployment. And I listened to the good fortune tone all the time. And I thought about her receiving her money. And within the next couple of days, she received her money. Myself, my boyfriend and a couple who are friends of ours went to a casino in Pittsburgh. And my boyfriend and I went one way and they went on their own. I hate to sit mindlessly and feed a machine. At least ask me a trivia question or something. Just hitting the button does nothing for me. He decided that day he would walk around with me and play slots. We sat down at a couple of different machines, and that's when I decided to pull up one of your old podcasts and listen to the good fortune tone. I was listening to the tone when he realized that he lost his phone. So I went back to the couple machines we sat at and back to the restaurant to look for the phone. And then I went to security, and that's where his phone was. When I got back, he'd won $230. Lost all but nine cents of my 20. <laughs> so 
So we uh, walked to go to the cashier while leaving nine cents on that machine. He got the cash, and we were so excited to be up some money. We thought it was a great evening. We walked around a little more. He sat in a machine. I walked around the other side, sat down, looked at a machine, put my $20 in, trying to give out a good vibe. She said, I had a burst of energy, just a great feeling. And I thought of the good fortune tone. And I said, I want to hit three pharaohs. Well, the machine starts dinging, lights go on and off, and it says you hit the progressive. I thought it was only $200 and how awesome, but nope. The machine kept singing, and when everything calmed down, I looked at the screen, and it was $1,102. I could not believe it. Well, the good fortune tone worked again. My boyfriend asked me for the tone, and I told him to start listening to Joshua's podcast, and he plays it every time. Thank you so much for your work. I enjoy listening. Have a fantastic day. Thank you, Barbara. And here you go, folks, the good fortune tone. That's it for this edition of the show. Follow me on Twitter at Joshua P. Warren. Plus, visit JoshuaPWarren.com to sign up for my free e-newsletter to receive a free instant gift and check out the cool stuff in the Curiosity Shop all at JoshuaPWarren.com. I have a fun one lined up for you next time, I promise. So please tell all your friends to subscribe to this show and to always remember the golden rule. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your interest and support. Thank you for staying curious. And I will talk to you again soon. You've been listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Well, if you like this episode of Strange Things, wait till you hear the next one. Thank you for listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network.